Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's up, everybody? This is Turner from the Lost in America podcast. We got a great episode for you today. When we get into the phone calls, which you will find out about later, we're calling countries across on the other side of the world. So there's going to be some points the sound quality is not perfect. I also had no idea how to run the equipment. And so our voices are not perfect, but we did the best we can. I think it sounds pretty good. And the comedy, it's great. You're going to love it. So enjoy the podcast Thanks for supporting the podcast. Tell a friend, share it. Thank you. Now here it is. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 20. Wow. Kaplan. We've made it to 20. We made it. And no, more bets have been lost. Should we quit now? Yes. Yeah. No, Pod- no, no. We got to make no. it 21. 21, and then we're yes. over. Yes. All right. So, uh, my name is Turner Sparks. I am Kaplan. Yes. Still Miguel Kaplan. Miguel Kaplan. Yeah. I understand what you're talking I'm, about last I think I'm week. I'm with Miguel until Trump's impeached. Exactly. There you go. Solidarity. So a few more weeks. Yeah. Get rid of these. Yeah. These raids. I don't know. Our country's insane right now. It's it's very insane. But so you know, all right, you can find. It's good for comedy, they say. So maybe. It's I mean, I get. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would take the not insane and still do comedy. Right. But uh, you can find me at on Twitter at Turner B Sparks. You can find Kaplan at M I Kaplan eleven. Eleven. Kaplan, what's eleven for? The 11, I was, of course, it's for Dion Waiters, the hottest player in the NBA right now. Of course. Scoring machine for the Miami Heat. And, you know, he was a teammate at Syracuse of Fab Mello, who passed away this week. So in honor of him, my Twitter handle, it's, a, it's backhanded. M.I. Kaplan 51 was taken, I guess. So I couldn't honor Fab Mello, so I'm honoring Dion Waiters, his teammate. Also, the NBA Player of the Week last week. Whoa, Fab Mello died? Yes. Oh, that's I did big, not know that. Yes, he died in Brazil. They, doing what? I don't know. I don't know what the autopsy. Hopefully, Mom doing what he loved. Whatever that <laughs> Cheating was. Cheating on tests. No, too soon. Too <laughs> oh, soon. No, no. <laughs> Fat Miller <laughs> died. Former Syracuse basketball player. Only a few years ago. Yeah, he was 26. So wow. A member of one of our last great teams. Also was kicked off the team. That so. Well, yeah. this pod is dedicated to Fab Mello. He wasn't my favorite player, but when you die, you move up my list. You have to I, move up. Exactly. Yeah. Like if. We yeah. reverse our whole, all of our hatred's gone. Same with, like, yeah, no one really liked Nirvana, then he died, and like, okay, now you gotta I like mean, him. I mean, I'm gonna, no, I don't know about that take, but. 
All right. Well, we're dedicating this to Fab Mello. Rest in peace, Fab. Yes. And uh, this week, speaking of this pod, this week we have Audrey Murray on the episode. She's back. Yeah. Round two of Audrey. She is our our guest. She was our guest episode eight something. She's single. We're going back around. She's still single. Looking for a man. Guess what? We got got, some men for her. We got men coming on later. We got some real men. Some of the best single men in (laughs) China has ever produced. Uh, None of them from China. Three Australians, one American. We're going to do a dating show. Very international dating show here. I'm very excited for this, Kaplan. Yeah. I am very yes. This is gonna be I've fun. I've never been part of a dating show. So. This is our yeah. We're mixing it up a little bit. We're yeah. giving the people what they want. The people want dating shows. So they people want-, want dating shows. We're doing it today. Episode twenty. All right. Should we get to? Um, should we get to Lost in America? Let's get to it. I had a wild week. Let's get to it. Play the music. You know about this. You know what I'm going to talk about. A couple days ago, yeah. our friend, friend of the pod, and friend of uh, life, Michael and, H. And ombudsman of the pod. Ombudsman of the pod, Michael H. Weber roped me in to going roped to you in is the word a spin class. Yes, right. And this was uh, wasn't just any old spin class. This was a spin class that his his girlfriend set up. Who I'm sure he will say he's in love with her. Yeah. <laughs> he always likes to say he loves Shout her. Shout out, Allie. Shout out to Allie. She set up this spin class to benefit, to raise money for Planned Parenthood. Right. Now, I, this is the most American thing I've ever, ever done in my life. My favorite thing about it was when Weber was asking you beforehand what kind, what are charities like in China, and I was like, oh, boy, we have a segment here. Oh, my God. This is a definite. <laughs> this, first of all, I, I was the only person in America who started the day by going to church and finished the day by going to a charity for Planned Parenthood. Yeah. I don't I mean, think anyone well, you're, else. You're the only person in New York who went to church to start the day. Exactly. The only <laughs> white person, at least. <laughs> but, so, uh, first of all, there's a million things. Number one, yeah. it's like... Planned Parenthood is mandatory in China. Right. Right? The nation. You're supporting the nation. Yeah. And so there's no... The cat Weber was like, is there a charity? Like, what are charities like in China? There are no charities in China. If anything, there's people... Like, companies might give money to support some cause... But I, I went to um, my friend Jake Cavanaugh and I, who we talked about last week on the podcast from Boston. Right? right. Jake and I, one time, there was an earthquake in central China. So we drove out there. We went and helped the charity. The charity had to be underground. It was an illegal charity <laughs> because the government looks at charities as a slap in the face to them. Right. Because they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't think we can do our job? Right. It's the opposite. I think you've talked about this before, but it's like the opposite of how in America, especially on the conservative side of the political, on the, it, it, we think like charity should do things. Yes. Like that's like the role. A lot of people think like not the government's job and the government then fills in. Yes. But you're saying it's the opposite. It's like this. Yeah. Everything's the government's job. Everything's All, they don't want charity because then the government's not useful anymore. Well, and also it's like, yeah, you think you're going to get into my business. Right. It's my business to take care of my people, right. not your business. It's my business to abort those babies. Exactly. And whether you want to abort them or not, <laughs> yeah. I planned this parenthood for you. Yes. And you're getting. Par- so all these people, these people in the spin class would love China. I don't think because that's how it works. It's, no, because I think you're misreading what Planned Parenthood represents, but go on. No, it's supporting <laughs> abortion. <laughs> is that not what Planned Parenthood was? I, well, I, I don't want to speak for them. I wasn't part of the charity. Uh, well, well, one way the does other, a lot of things. It was very popular. Yes. Because it was I don't a know sold if out. It does a lot of the other things that Planned Parenthood It was a sold out charity. Yes. It was 
bicycling inside. Well, do they have spinning in China? They do. I think they do. I've never do been Chinese to Chinese people do it, or is it like expats only? No, uh, it, I, th- I think it's like a new thing. Yeah, right. they do definitely have it. They're getting Chinese people into it. Right. Right? Because at the gym, sometimes they'll have it. The whole idea, but bicycling inside is almost mandatory in China because of the pollution. And so then we go in there. Um, Weber and I, are. they give us like a back corner. <laughs> right. Well, because it helps motivate people when they're working out. To like see really good people, like it's spinning. It's like group, so you want to see people who are really good at it in the front. Yeah, you don't want to see me and Weber. We're the skinniest, <laughs> least athletic people in there. Everyone else, it's like all white people and a few Asians who are like the new white people. Right. It's not right. Chinese Asians like from China. No, no, no. <laughs> These are like Chinese Americans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Asian Americans yeah. in some way. There's no no other race in there. Right. right. Um, well, because spinning is I I don't spin, but I bet it's a very white. Uh, it seems like a very yuppie thing yeah. to do. All these things I do CrossFit. Yeah, everything in um, all these things of like high disposable income, working out different ways, things are very white. So they put you in a room and then uh, there's like 75 people in there. My wife was there. Your wife was there. Yes. She was sitting with us, Randy Cavill. Yeah. So it was Randy. Fashion gets all into the pod. Yes. So it was Randy and then me and then Weber in the three, the right. back corner. Luckily, they put us in the back corner you because cool kids in class. You're yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so you start spinning. And which means just, basically spinning just means riding a bicycle. Did you know what spinning was when you got there? No idea. Okay. I find out later it just means riding a bike. Right, but fast. But fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what. So they call it spinning. I thought there might be a DJ involved. I didn't understand. Well, yeah, go and on. And so then you go in there and you have a leader, like a teacher guy at the front. <laughs> so all his job, he just kind of, they turn the mute, like lights down. They pump up music. It turns into like a disco. Right. It turns into Dance Factory from Boston. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. From the, Minus uh, the fighting. From the last week's spot. Minus the fighting. And then this guy just screams at you. Right. He's like, come on! You can spin faster! And then he starts yelling at all these numbers. He's like, you're at a 65. I need you at an 87. And Weber and I reacted. We have no idea what Are that Are these like means. things on your bike? Like a yeah. Yeah, it's these little things. I don't know, the torque or something. This guy's ripped. He's like a full-on bodybuilder. Every other dude in there is full-on bodybuilder. How a lot of guys were there? Yeah, of course, because this is like the best place to pick up chicks. Right. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Planned Parenthood spin class in Manhattan? That is. You should tell uh, our, our guests tonight, the ones who don't win. Uh, our dating guests. Yeah. That they, when they come to America, they should go. Or in China, that could be a spinning. consolation prize. Yes, they go spinning. Meet yeah. women that way. You go to the spin class, right? And so then he starts yelling at us, and um, Weber gives. Uh, well, it takes about Weber three minutes. This is a forty-five minute class. <laughs> Within three minutes, Weber just like because what the guys like faster, faster, and everyone in front of us is doing it because they're getting peer pressured by the rest of the room. Right. You don't want to look bad. But we're in the back corner. No one can see us, and right. so Weber gives up three minutes in. Three minutes in, he puts his hand on, like, the back of his head, <laughs> and he, like, does that whole, like, you know when, like, Lance Armstrong, right after he wins? Or when it's over. When, like, when it's when over. At and the he end. goes, yay! Yeah, yeah. And, and his arms are, arms are up in the air, and everyone's cheering. Weber does that stance. Three minutes in. Three minutes in to 42 minutes away Has from Weber the- ever spun before? I didn't ask him this. No, he'd yeah. never done it before. Neither one of us knew what it meant. I, to make matters worse... I was like chewing on Jolly Ranchers on my way over. <laughs> so I got a belly full of sugar. Uh, uh, I didn't know what I was in for. Yeah. And so I get in. I made it about 30, 32 minutes before I just completely flatlined. Right. Well, Randy, and, had, we had some Russian daughters beforehand. So she was not in the best shape. Either, well, Randy right? made it. Yeah, she yeah, did well, the whole 40. She's a pro. Yeah. She knows how to spin. She also was like getting mad at us because we weren't torquing our thing up. 
Because the guy would be like, I need you to everyone at a 42. And that meant like your difficulty level, you know, right. like uphill, downhill. Oh, and you guys weren't doing it? You were cheating? We didn't know what that meant. And so she's yelling at us in the middle, like, go up, 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 like uphill, <laughs> uphill. And so I put it in. So anyway, this guy started. But the best guy in the whole thing is the uh, the leader. Right. He's Ali's cousin. Um, apparently he has a gym. I don't know what the name is. But he owns a couple gyms in Brooklyn. Oh, so we he, give him a shout out, but we don't know the name. Yeah. So <laughs> Sorry. Sa- shout out to Ali's cousin's gym. <laughs> Ali's cousin's gym. Good and gym. he's yelling at us. But the best part about him is uh, he's yelling and he's like, "All right, need you at a seventy-five. Everybody, work, work, work up the hill." Up the fucking hill. Oh, language people. Yeah, and he just like drops F bombs all yeah. over the place, which I can't stop laughing every right. time he does it. But here's what I thought is when he's doing it, I'm like, wait a second, this guy's the best voice I've heard. Everyone's complaining about our intro now. We're getting people writing in. Whoever's not happy about it, I'm saying we can get Ali's cousin to do to be the oh. voice. Up the fucking hill. Up the dude. fucking hill. <laughs> Listen to the Lost in America, America pod. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we can, can get you do it on the bike? We'll do it when we're on the bike. We'll we do need a, a, we need like a video intro where we're both on the bike and he's yelling at us. And we'll get some music in there. We'll get some music going. How, yeah. How and was the it, music? What kind of music did he... Did he uh... It's all just like your standard current like dance music, you know? Right. But then at Can one I... point, he's like, all right, this is a special request from the audience. <laughs> and then it comes in and he just starts playing. Uh, it goes like, licky bye, 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 bye. And like they act, everyone like starts cheering like he's playing. And I, what Kaplan and, uh, sorry, what Weber and Randy and I realize is we are by far the oldest people in this room. Right, right. These and, are all millennials. Yeah, and to them, th- he's enemies. playing like oldies music. Right. Like this would be like if to us he put on like the platters. That's the Backstreet Boys. You just, you just did the... Yeah, I that, just did the Backstreet the... Boys, but it's us. It's like he's putting on like the, the Temptations <laughs> or something. Like it's it's, it's their parents' yeah, generation right, right. of music. This right? is uh, the the Beatles here. Yeah, yeah. people are like I want to hold your hand. <laughs> like they gave off that reaction, like we would. Right. And we're like, oh shit, we're way older than these. Yeah, people. that reminds me. I mentioned the CrossFit earlier, and I was actually recently in a. I, I've been doing the same CrossFit for years, and the, it's been big turnover. Yeah, I feel like now I'm one of the oldest people there. And the other day, they were like, it was during these workouts you do where they're just crazy, like, they call it a Metcon, where it's like 10, 20 minutes straight of, like, lots of different weightlifting and doing different stuff. And you need good music. And they were playing an NWA song. <laughs> and, like, it was, I was looking around the room and, like, these young, people were, like, really, like, bouncing. They were really into it. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, when, when this song came out, like back in, uh, like, th- did they think like there'd be a bunch of rich white people with disposable income? No, like <laughs> singing the lyrics to N.W.A. It's, it's uh, their oldies music. Yeah, so you should um, bring yeah China, you know, bring them uh, this charity next time you're over there. I know the the Planned Parenthood charity. Well, a different, different charity. Charity in general, we have to get made legal, right? Because I don't know if that's even legal. We might have to start with something not as controversial. But Planned Parenthood, very legal, right? And so, (laughs) (laughs) very legal. All right, so So that's lost in America. That's lost in America. Let's get to uh, let's get to ends. Let's get to ends, baby. We're back in the end studio, second week in a row. Ikram is out of town now, but the word I've got from uh, up top, from the higher-ups, uh-huh. is that... We're going to sit down and make peace? We're going to sit down and make peace, uh, just like Michael Jordan brokered a deal for... Um, Charles Oakley. For Charles Oakley. We got uh, Nate and uh, the other Ents guys that <laughs> have brokered the a team. deal. They brokered the a deal with... Us. Yeah, they brokered a deal with Ikram. So Ikram's going to come in when he gets back from out of town, which should be next week. We're All having right. him back in. So stop with the angry tweets. I know a lot of our fans have been sending messages at Ents or at Ikram. We don't... We- 
I'm calling off the dogs. I call, I'm calling off the dogs. We also just had another meeting with the Ince guys. They said new updates are still coming. This app keeps getting better and better every week. What you're going to yeah. do, it's like Twitter for voice messages for any notes you want to make on your phone. I was walking down the street yesterday, saw two homeless guys arguing right. about the Electoral College. Right, which is a very New York thing. That's the New homeless York. guys here are, are really educated. Yeah, and that's also like in my head, I'm immediately, I'm a comedian. I'm like, oh, that's a bit. I can right. do that as a bit. So I set it into Ince. I Inced it out. Right. And, Inced it uh, out. <laughs> And instead, and then like you know what? If if people like it, I might turn it into a bit later on. You might see right. it on stage. And then the homeless guys are gonna, they're gonna, one of them's gonna be like, hear their name, and they're gonna sue you for that bit. But well, no, I didn't use, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I don't know their, their names, right? But their voice, I mean, that's my, <laughs> that's my electoral college, Dirty Kevin down Dirty on Fourth Street or something. So, uh, oh, that's good. That's and it, and it really, that's how you sum it up. And that's it's the app we always wanted when we were young. I used to have a dictaphone. I yes. used to record things I thought were funny as a writer. Now you have it at the bottom, you know, at your hands on your phone. Exactly. Share so it quickly. Big things are happening at Ents, everybody. Get on Ents. Get E-N-S-E. with us. E-N-S-E. Get it in the App Store. Caps, should we bring in Audrey Murray? Let's bring her in. I'm very excited. Yes. Let's get Audrey in here. Come All on right. in, Audrey. Come on in. All right, we're back. We got Audrey Murray here. Audrey, how you doing? Hi, good. Thanks for having me. Returning guest. Yeah, I know. I'm very flattered to be back. First of all, Audrey, uh, we've been on, you were on episode eight or nine or something talking about, sorry, we're dating, dating mm-hmm. Russian guys. Mm-hmm. You moved here from China not too long ago, just like That's I true. did. Yep. Um, you've been back. You're in the dating scene. So what we've done is we've got four of the most eligible bachelors who I used to know in China. Ooh. Non-Russians, because in these political oh, yeah. times, it's probably better not to date a Russian. That's true. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a really... We're staying away. Okay. We have three Australians and Ooh. one American from Texas. Okay. And these are all guys I knew 10 years ago in China. What they're going to be doing, you're going to talk to them. They're going to be themselves, but in 2007, 2008 <laughs> in China. Okay. Because that's when we, that was really the heyday of hooking up. And we're going to, so we're going to get one of them, um, we're going to pick one of them. We're going to have a dating dating game. Okay. We're going to be calling them in a few minutes. You're going to ask them questions, whatever you want, whoever you like best. You will win a dinner for two at the Co2 House restaurant, which is Ikram. Ikram's restaurant on the Lower East Side is Sri Lankan food. You ever had Sri Lankan food? You know what? Actually, I don't think I ever have, so uh, that'll be fun. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> so, okay, so first thoughts, just to start out. What are you looking for in a guy at this point in your life? Okay, um... Well, I guess what is really important to me, um, if they're not Russian, is um, someone who's, like, really nice and who likes to do interesting things. Tire- okay, go ahead. Oh, interesting okay. things? Maybe. These guys were more like hired guns. <laughs> like, they were out there. They were on the prowl. They were looking. You'll, you'll see once yeah, we get to the... pretend to be nice. Isn't that I guess they the will. Yeah, you're right. It's a dating yeah, show. So don't ruin yeah. uh, their, their, their game here. Uh, that's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let them these get are, in the ring and These are nice gentlemen. Okay. And um, it'll be exciting. You know, hopefully hopefully one of these guys works out for you. You get a long life together. Yeah. And I'm uh, you could say you met on the Lost in America podcast. That's, I'm yeah. sure we'll be the first. We, we have not had a marriage come out of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yet that I know not of. yet. This might be the this first be the marriage. First. You guys yeah. will be invited to the wedding. We can, we can do a live episode. Whoa, yes. We'll do a live. Like the Nick kids will be named Turner and Kaplan. Yeah. <laughs> Mordecai. Regardless of gender. Regardless? Totally. Yes. yes. And right. uh, so just to back up a little bit, the, the way this came about is on the live episode. We did a few episodes ago. I did in Wait, China. It wasn't live. But I told, a, well, it was live at a comedy club. Right. I told the story about um, one of these gentlemen's move where they would walk around the lake 
and in Sujo get into a tickle fight. And I didn't give their names, and then because I wanted to protect their names, mm-hmm. and then it turned out they were all very upset that I did not give their names. They wanted oh, to be given okay. credit, so I said, "Why don't you guys all come on the pod? You could tell your stories. We'll bring in Audrey. She's looking for a man, mm-hmm. and you can, you know, we can see what happens. Put everybody together, see if the magic happens." I just have to say, I don't know if I should be flattered or offended that any time any of my friends does a creative project that has to do with dating, I am constantly the person that is brought in for that. Well, it's better to be brought in than not brought in. That's yes. like Point. Mm, yeah, I don't that's... think people would like her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, good point. So, all right, first guy we're going to call, this is Josh. Um, this is Josh Dickinson, big, big Josh, big as we Josh. call him. Josh is Australian. He currently still lives in Suzhou. Okay, oh, awesome. So, all right, let's get Josh on the line. All right, so we got Josh Dickinson on the line. Josh, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Damn good, damn good, damn good. Josh is my friend from China. We've known each other probably 12 years. Josh, um, you were competing with a few other of Sujo's finest citizens from the year 2007, 2008. So answering these, you'll be answering these questions as if you were yourself during that time. Oh, you're back in time. Okay, that's good. So back in time. Um, Josh is an Australian citizen. All right, Audrey, take it away. Okay, hi, Josh. Hi, Audrey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Uh, I'm not too shabby. Uh, okay, so my first question for you is, um, what is the most romantic place in Suzhou? I guess I guess any place can be romantic if you're cunning enough about it. <laughs> Tell us what you mean by that. Um, well, like, I used to live in this apartment, right? It was, like, oh, I think back at the time, probably like one of the tallest buildings in Suzhou. So I probably said that was the most romantic place I could think of because we'd take a little elevator ride up to the top of the roof, a few flights of stairs, and then you've got this like beautiful 360 view of the city. Wow. Okay. And like, let's imagine that you got me up there. Like, what kinds of things could you say to make that moment just like really special and romantic? Uh, I'm not really good with words, so I'd probably just take you up there on a windy day when you get a bit of a cold breeze and it sort of just turn into huggy-huggy time. Huggy-huggy <laughs> time. Huggy-huggy. That's very extreme. Okay. <laughs> okay, good answer. So, um, Josh, tell me, being a white girl, does that make me more or less appealing in Suzhou, do you think? <laughs> I wouldn't say it makes you less appealing, but it would turn you into a little bit of a weapon, so like a tactical distraction. <laughs> okay, wait, explain that. Tell me how I'd be a tactical distraction. Well, I mean, a lot of the Chinese girls will see sort of um, Western girls, and I'll just think instant supermodels. So if we're sort of hanging together, and then I go throw some attention in their way, it's almost guaranteed directly in. So it, it's definitely someone I want to go out with all the time. Okay, wow. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that in a dating show with Audrey, you're saying Audrey's best asset is that she can help you hook up with Chinese girls? <laughs> it's it's important in any aspect, really. Everyone's got value. <laughs> Everyone's got value. Um, okay, well, thank you. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Sujo is known as the Venice of the East. So why should I date you and not an Italian guy? Oh, that's pretty easy because you don't want to piss off his wife and you don't want to break up a happy home. 
<laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Just, what Italian guy are we talking about? You're assuming Audrey's going after married Italian guys? Well, if they're Italian and drink food, Joe, they're not English teachers, so they're probably on contract or something. So they have like a 95% chance they've got a little kitty at home, they've got a wife. You don't want to become a home wrecker. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. Dirty, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, Zach, let's say that we have been dating for a few months, and I tell you that I want you to plan a romantic surprise. And just FYI, like, that does not mean thoughts at the clam and <laughs> I've been to the humble administrator's garden like every time someone has come to visit me what would you plan for a romantic surprise I think we'd probably have to uh just get in the taxi you wouldn't know where we're going we'd sort of arrive at um at the train station quick 25 minute or actually back then quick hour ride to to Shanghai and go for a little bit of a walk along the Bund, check out the, the skyline, and then head off to one of the nice um, Western restaurants that Shanghai has to offer. Wow! He yeah, he gets right. points for that one. Now you can't do it because it's not a surprise anymore. So. Very romantic. Well, that's true. <laughs> but it, it's a good... Okay, it gives me, like, a sense of how uh, yeah. how creative and spontaneous he is. Um, okay. Uh, Josh, can I just say, before we go, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your move and, like, Specifically, the tickle fight move. Uh, um, it's not my proudest of moments, but um, uh, I guess it sort of starts along the the lake, for example. We go for a bit of a walk on the lake, then um, we'd get a bit closer to the water. It'd probably be awkward at best at this stage, anyway. And then um, we'd sort of go for a fake push into the lake, which would turn into a bit of a tickle fight, then a little bit of a handhold and a cuddle, which always ended up doing something good. Nine times out of ten, it was good anyway. <laughs> I just have to say, he has said cuddle so many times <laughs> in this, like, in that very sexy Australian accent. You did very well, Josh. Josh, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Please uh, tell us what you want to promote. Yeah, you've earned it. Um, I think after all those answers, I probably shouldn't attach my name to the business. But if any girls want to buy some clothes, get onto Yoswen dot com. J o s w e n dot com. J o s w e n dot com. You sell all, all types of women's clothes. All, all kinds of women's clothes, yeah, which kind of sounds creepy now after that last interview. Fantastic. Any, all clothes, perfect for a tickle fight. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Josh. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. All right. That was Josh. Audrey, what do you think? Um, Initial thoughts. Okay. I have to say he was very honest, very um, honest. Yes. which is I guess a plus, but also like maybe he could have been less honest about his creepy intentions at certain points. <laughs> um, but overall, I would say positive vibe. Well, they always say honesty is the best policy. Right, yeah. So that's better True. than any other policy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what Josh is saying. Okay, so he's in the, I mean, we've only had one so far, but so far, so he's good. In the so lead. far, he's, he's, he's in the number lead, one. Right? He's, he's in the lead. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, good. All right. Congrats, big Josh. Now, the next we're going to get to is small Josh. These guys have been, they're both Australian, both okay. Josh's. They've oh. been friends for Forever. One's bigger than the other one. I feel like so you poisoned the well already. With two tell, if you say big and small, big is always gonna win. So, uh, you know. well, small can mean skinny. Yeah. Oh, in shape. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you never know. Words, you yeah. Know. So small Josh um, lived in Suzhou during that time, in the mid 2000s He is now based in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Oh, okay, cool. And I believe he is a teacher there. He also was he, I think he will tell us about he designed our um he designed the logo for our podcast. Oh. I've been so, trying to track down the guy who gave me this big uh, big schnoz here. Exactly. Right. There you go. Well, we're going to let's get him on the line. 
All right, so we got Josh Thompson on the line. Josh, how you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? You are in Vietnam, Ho Chi Minh City, right? That's right, man. Good old Ho Chi Minh. Ho Chi Minh is. Ho Chi Minh. So we just had uh, your, uh, Big Josh on the line. Now we got Small Josh. Rival. Rival Josh. Rival Josh's. Yeah, man. Yeah, like medium Josh. Medium Josh, yeah. So he did pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, you here. Hey, what's up? Hey, not much. How are you? So Audrey's going to ask you some questions. Um, answer them however you like, but you're you in 2008, 2007, all right? Okay, back in the day. Back okay. in the busy. Okay, Josh. So um, my first question is, let's assume that you ask me out and I say yes. Where in Sujo are you going to take me on our first date? On our first date? Um I think we should take a little stroll around Jinjihu Lake. That would be Jinjihu Lake is like a little area around Suzhou. Not a bad place. Okay. But then, but eventually, we end up in my house watching DVDs. Wow. Okay. What DVDs uh, <laughs> do you have that I haven't seen yet? The DVDs. My DVD collection. Yeah, like what, what DVD would I want to go back to your house and watch? I've seen a lot uh, of Anything, man. We're only going to watch like 10 minutes of it, so any any DVD would be fine. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Josh, what about, what's going on with the DVD player? Which DVD player? The one in your living room or where? No, the, the one in my living room is broken, man. <laughs> 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 No, the only one that works is the one in my bedroom. So, yeah, we're going to have to go to my bedroom and watch that shit. I feel like I've heard that before. That's like a really, yeah, I feel like a lot of guys have that problem. No, no, no. I think Josh. Uh, I wouldn't call it a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait, okay. It's not not really a problem, but it's cool. Okay. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, okay. So my second question Josh, is like I love to go dancing, but I haven't been able to find like a great spot in Sujo. Where could you take me dancing where I could just have like a great night? It could be super romantic. Where would you take me? Um, a really romantic place back in the day was Casablanca's. And that place would be fine because if we walk into that place if we have white faces, they're just going to, like, buy us drinks. And in Casablanca, it's all about the Sivers Regal and the, the fake Sivers Regal, actually, and the green tea. They like to mix the Sivers Regal and the green tea. So we could walk up to any table and just party with these guys, man. It's all good. <laughs> okay, so you're suggesting that we would, like, go to a club and then just walk up to strangers' tables for free drinks? Uh, not exactly walk up, just get the waivers to the table. The waivers to the right table. You're celebrity. Okay, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, like, like like a celebrity, yeah. Okay. Um, Josh, tell me, what is your best first date move? I'm sorry? What's your best first date move to, like, really impress me on the first date? After we go to dinner? A good first date move. Well, yeah. I'll go out for dinner. Okay. That'd be nice. And then we'll take a little bit of a stroll around Jinjihu Lake. 
and then right. looked like a nice lake in China. And then after that, we would come to walk past the DVD shop, and then we'd walk into that DVD shop and say, what do you want to watch later? And then she'll choose a nice movie. But it's not that doesn't matter because we're only watched like 20 minutes of it. Oh, it's 20 And then that's okay. a romantic night. Can I ask you, like, how much of our relationship will be you trying to use DVDs to trick me into having sex with <laughs> How many DVDs would it be? No, just like what percentage of our relationship is going to be like six months in? Are we still going to be walking around Jinju Lake, and then suddenly you're like, oh, yeah. see you later, walk? Uh, oh yeah, that's a hundred percent. Hundred percent of the relationship. Hundred percent of the relationship, right there, man. We're, we're basically married by that time. Aren't you worried that'll get repetitive? Um, no, it's not repetitive because there's always different girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. Thank you, my friend. All right, man. All right. Have a sweet one. All right. So that was small, Josh. I don't know. What do you think? He seemed a little... I don't know if he was drunk? sick or drunk. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say sick. I don't know him like you do, but I would vote drunk. Yeah. Um, it kind of was... sounded like if I picked him, I would be condemning myself to someone just pulling the same DVD move on me for Eternity. as long as we dated. And possibly just repeating the same sentence. Years, yeah, yeah. And years from now, you would be the only people left with the DVD player, I think. Yeah. To... Which could maybe be worth a lot of money. Yeah. So I don't know. That, I guess, would be his one. His, his positive point. Yeah, well, yeah. it depends on how into DVDs you are, especially 10 minutes of DVDs. Yeah. It's, it's, he made it very clear you're not going to watch the whole DVD. No, I know. And then know. if you see him buy a new DVD player, you know, uh, see if he's going to fair. Where's he going with that? Oh, <laughs> he's carrying one around in yeah, his backpack. Ca- yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right, let's get to the. So, so okay, so two Joshes so far. This is our third Australian now. We're going to call Dom. Josh? No, not Josh. This is Dom. Okay. Uh, Dom lived in China at that time. Now he's based in Singapore, the fantastic oh, cool. country of Singapore and um, yeah all right so we'll get Dom he's also in Australia we'll get him on the phone right now let's call up Dom all right so we have our third contestant Dom here Dom how you doing very well thank you very much Turner welcome to the lost in America podcast uh, Kaplan is here yes I am still here <laughs> Kaplan's still Great here Major Kaplan good to meet you and we have Audrey here hi hello Oh, it's a lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got like really sexy for a second. Okay. Okay, Audrey, go ahead. Okay, hi Dom. Um, my first question for you is, um, I want to know like what do you like to do to relax and have fun after work in Fujo? Relax and have fun. Um, well, my classic move was to go to basically any Western restaurant and judge other white people. Um, <laughs> what would you, how would you judge them? Well, you know, give them the old judgeroo, as we call it, back home. Is there a kangaroo involved in that? Okay, go ahead. Explain it. <laughs> no, look, I mean, you know, you're there, you're sitting there, you see other white people. Maybe they're better looking than you. You don't know for sure. They might, you know, maybe they make more money than you. You don't know. Give them a bit of a judge. Just sort them out, like, but to yourself. You know, don't, don't let them know who's boss, but don't actually let them know. That's, that's the idea. Wait, so are you saying that for fun, you would go <laughs> to a restaurant alone and judge people? Yes. 
So, well, it's not. Okay. It can be a lonely life in China, Audrey. I mean, you know that. Like, you're a white girl. I mean, it's it, it, it's out there. Very true. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. I appreciate your honesty, Dom. Um, well, I guess my next question would be, since you brought it up, yeah, like, because I'm a white girl, does that make me more or less appealing to you? Ooh. Well, I'll turn it over the answer to this one. I uh, I tend to like my women fairly depressed. Desperately. <laughs> um, so, yeah, look, I mean, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's hook up sometime. Uh, I'm just saying, like... Wait, can you play Yeah, up? why? Yeah, no, what, you question. like your women depressed? And so, why does. Well, you know, like. Yeah, why does that I don't know. Okay, I don't know. How do we put it? Like, you know, back home, we would say easy pickings. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> you're, you're a white girl. You're having a. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. You're struggling. No, look, you're struggling out there. You're, you're doing your thing. You're drinking your Starbucks. You know, you're going to Element Fresh. You're doing what you can. And, uh, you know, it's tough out there for you girls. So, you know, you put on a bit of a sad face, go to a bar, drink until you're a little bit loose, and then, hey, that's that's where I come in. Oh, God. I feel like what is so weird is all of you have basically been so open about how you are just going to try to, like, you get it you, you you get it that's great that's great <laughs> um okay well let's try to like make things a little bit more romantic Dom. um oh. let's see uh, <laughs> uh okay Dom, um tell me what do you think the most romantic place in Sudo is uh <laughs> most romantic place in Susha. Audrey, have you seen the Pants Building? Uh, I I've seen it from afar, but I've never like been up close. I've definitely never been inside. Yeah, well, that doesn't make sense, right? Um, so the, my most romantic place in Susha is probably like you know in my pants while in the Pants Building. But, uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna take me in your pants. A pants squared. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, again, appreciate the honesty. Um, okay, uh, next question. Um, Don, I just took the train back into Suzhou, and I call you at the train station crying because the taxi line is so long. What do you do? Mm. Well, is it raining? Um, let's say no. No, okay. So, well, jump on my scooter. It's probably got about half a battery's worth of energy left in it. Okay. I come over there. It takes me about 20 minutes, let's say. Um, it's probably winter time as well, no doubt. Everything you want to do that's super inconvenient in the winter. So, anyway, no, that's cool. Um, so, we head over to the train station, throw you on the back of the scooter, wrap you up in a bit of a jacket, and take you on home. What? Wow. Okay, I have to say, as much as you, like, kind of admitted that you were going to emotionally prey on me, when I'm in trouble, your solutions are super romantic and practical, so I really appreciate that. Good work, Dom. Oh, okay, uh, so this is the last question, and I've been asking everyone this, so yep. I think 
you know your competition. You know the guys you're up against. Tell me why I should pick you and not them. Because um, I'm not an English teacher. And my apartment has good heating. Oh, in China? No, yeah. Real plot. Okay. That's, yeah. If it's if it's December, that is the goddamn winner, and you know it. <laughs> you know it. Everybody you knows it. All right. Thank you very much, Dom, for doing the podcast. Uh, thank you for being on the game. We will talk to you soon, my friend. See you later. Bye bye. All right. Bye. All right. That was Dominic Mills. Audrey, what? Quick, quick thoughts on Dom. He did pretty well. Um, I liked that he had good answers for like the, you know, the stuff that you want a boyfriend to do, basically like solve your problems for you sure, and take care of you when you have an emergency. That being said, he did seem like he kind of went for like the easy targets. You mean in terms of humans? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's like not ever a turn on to hear about that. So, but he overall, again, I would say he's overall positive. But overall positive. That's, overall that's positive is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And so far, all three very honest. Yeah, I have to say, like, two way more honest than I would ever be if I was in their <laughs> position. My old JD profile. That's all it said. Overall positive. <laughs> overall <laughs> positive. Not work very well, but you know. There you go. Overall positive is a good sign. All right, our fourth and final contestant. Let's get to him right now. This man is Texas John. Oh. He was living in Suzhou for a very long time. Now he is based in in uh, Shenzhen in southern China, right near Hong Kong. Oh. So uh, this is our one American on the pod. Oh, okay. Represent. So, you know, during these times, we might need to hunker down. Everyone support America. Right. And, uh, well, Texas John, we're coming from like 2007 when we had a Texas president. Oh, yeah, that would be like Oh, very true. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. All right, let's call up Texas John. All right, so we're here with Texas John. Tex, how you doing? Superb, my man. How are you? Good. You're coming to us from Shenzhen, China. Is that right? That is correct. All right, Texas John. You're Where in Texas are you from? This weekend. I am uh, from an undisclosed location <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> and you have a book to promote, which we will do at the end of this, um, the end of your segment here. But first, we're going to bring Audrey in. Hi. Hello. All right. Audrey's going to ask you some questions. Answer these as if you are yourself in the year 2007 in Suzhou. All right. Okay. So um, my first question for you should I call you like Texas John or John? What do you what do you like to be called? John the Texan. Oh, any of those is fine there. Okay, I'll just call you John. Um, so John, tell me, what is your best first date move? My best first date move. Well, when I first when I got to China, I always heard that uh, Chinese girls are a bit clingy. Okay. And so, and so I was always. So I was always terrified of uh, being, like, stalked. So my move was to always take them somewhere where I never am. <laughs> so I would go to a place, called, uh, <laughs> a place called Tom's Bar. So Tom's Bar was a bar with, like, 50- and 60-year-old dirty old men and, like, hookers who never had a prime. Um, <laughs> So I would I would usually take my dates there, so just in case they become a little too clingy, they go look for me at Tom's bar, 
And guess what? I'm not fucking there. So <laughs> that was that was my move. <laughs> yeah, it seems like maybe a flat hand. Okay, I respect that. So you would take Audrey to Tom's bar, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, just just in case, just in case, yeah. I'm, I'm a coward. I'm scared of being stalked. <laughs> Does that happen to you a lot? Not a lot, no, but when I got there, I heard that it would happen a lot. So uh, apparently I'm not desirable enough to be stalked, um, but uh, I took proper precautions just in case. Aw. First of all, <laughs> I'm sure I would stalk you if I had the chance. Okay. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, okay, second question. Um, uh, okay, if I wanted to stay in and not go out to a party one night, what would you say? I'd say, uh, see you tomorrow. Got a button. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, if you're not coming, that's just one less person I got to be. So that's, that's all right by me. <laughs> Wait, that's one less what? <laughs> First of all, I got to babysit, you know. Hey, how you doing okay, honey? You having fun? You know, so if I just go by myself, I don't have to worry about stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We go hang out. That was, that, was a, that, was a, that was a real heartthrob back in <laughs> back in the day, as you can tell. Okay. John, um, Sujo is sometimes known as, like, the Venice of the East. So why should I date you and not an Italian guy? <laughs> well, if you're into uncut euros that smell like a sewer, then I'd say go for it. <laughs> Fired, oh my god! Oh wow! Thank you, John. Very <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, each to their own. You know, if, that, if that's your thing, then go for it. You know, I can't, I'm not going to try to persuade you. I'm not selling a used Ford Taurus here, so do what you want to do. Oh, playing hard to get. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Kind of. <laughs> Some play hard to get. I play hard to want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait. Last question. Last question. Okay. Yeah. I've been asking, like, all of the guys this question. So, you know who you're up against um, for the date with me. Why should I pick you and not the other guy? I'd say take the other guy. It's better for both of us in the end, yeah. Take the other ones. So, like I say, some play hard to get, I play hard to want. All right. So, more, this and more in Texas John's book, Comrade Pull My Finger, available now on Amazon.com. Is that correct? Yeah, it's on there. Hey, Comrade Pull My Finger. Best book ever written on China. Hey, Comrade Pull My Finger. What can we find in the book besides uh, these musings like this? Besides <laughs> <laughs> gems like that? Uh, it's, it's the real deal. What China is really not uh, like, uh, not written by a nerd. Um, so, uh, most, most books are written by nerds for nerds about China. And this one's, you know, someone who's not a total tool who doesn't spend his time studying Chinese note cards in his room and jogging. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's like the movie, the book Rivertown, it's like that book, but with testicles. So anyway, yeah, stories about the time I was on a Chinese game show, drinking competition with a pimp, and, you know, just uh, what it's really like to be an expat in China and uh, learn, you know, the real stuff about the culture that matters and not the 
garbage like where to put your chopsticks and stuff that's kind of meaningless so that's the gist of what the book's about <laughs> okay, just date you off to come on the pod to talk more about this yeah exactly if you get to new york we're gonna have you back on the pod to promote the book one more all right man sure thing brother all right texas john the book is hey comrade pull my finger um it is available on amazon.com thank you very much tex thanks you thank you all i appreciate it all right later bye all right, so that is Texas John. That's everybody. So holy crap! Yeah. Uh, those are some <laughs> fine choices. Yeah, those people. <laughs> Let me tell you, we picked out the best of the best wow. from China. Yeah. Um, who? Where are you leaning? Which way are you leaning here? Okay. Well, I don't know if it's just because he went first, and so it's hard to remember all of the crazy stuff he said. But first, Josh is kind of. I'm. I'm. Leaning towards either first Josh or okay. Dom. Is that big Josh or little Josh for the first one? I f- I'm almost forgetting. Big it. Josh is the first one. All right, yeah. the little guy. The what? <laughs> the big cuddler. The big cuddler. Uh, yeah, we had Josh the cuddler. We Josh had small Josh, mm-hmm. who um, is the guy who did our design. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe was a little bit slightly intoxicated. Yeah. Right. And then we had Dom, mm-hmm. and then we had Texas John. Mm-hmm. Who Texas John, Texas I'm not John. even clear if Texas John wanted to be exactly. involved. Exactly. It kind of seemed like he was trying to take himself out of the running. Or else yeah. he was going for the anti-move, oh, where you ignore, you know. The girl that you like. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think... Um, yeah, I, I feel And like- one more time, what is on the line is a dinner for two at the Kotu House on the Lower East Side. It is Sri Lankan food. Mm. Ikram's restaurant. So Ikram's cooking tonight, I believe. It, well, it's not a, it's not tonight. Oh, it's, it's whenever these guys can I fly in. These guys are staying by the airport waiting <laughs> to be just like get on a plane. <laughs> when one the of these visas, when one of these guys can fly like, in, they can do it. It's like you pack your bags like on a reality show. That's it. Get, oh. If you don't make it, yeah, you got to go. Challenge. Go so we're down to um, first Josh, first Josh, and Dom, and Dom. Those well, are the final two. And you guys are married, so I would love to hear your input on this. Like my thoughts were like Dom seemed. Like he really, he was like the lion going after the gazelle that like has a limp or something. <laughs> but he, se- but it seemed like once he was in it, he would be pretty like practical and like take care of me. <laughs> right. right. I guess. But like first, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a reach. <laughs> well, you hear what you want to hear. Sometimes. I mean, all these guys are scumbags. So like, <laughs> yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> I mean, the premise is we're picking guys based on their like rapey lines from the, <laughs> from the aughts. I taking this seriously okay Okay. i was brought in to to, and yeah i mean this is like choosing between four terrible options (laughs) who's the least rapiest i know that's what i'm trying to decide well the least rapiest i would say was probably (laughs) texas john yeah because he just didn't want to be there (laughs) yeah he didn't i didn't feel like uncomfortable at all with him in fact if anything i was kind of worried that like if we made a date, he would like show up in disguise and leave <laughs> halfway through. But um, yeah, so that's what I should be judging on least rapist. Well, you know, that's my advice as a father. Okay. And ter- <laughs> Turner, as a newlywed, what would you say? I mean, I know all of these guys personally. So. I don't know. It's up to you. I can't. I can't say because I know them all. You know uh, what I mean? Okay. No, but I mean, like, what would you advise me to think about as I make my choice? I would advise you. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to get raped. Yeah. That's like, which is the move of all the moves? Do you? Would you most like to um, 
If you were in the other, the shoes in the other foot, would you like to a tickle fight? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, like tickle. to watch ten minutes of of movies over and over. <laughs> ten again. minutes of a movie Maybe sounds like a bad. Yeah, po- that guy's no second Josh. That sounds like a bad six months. And then the lake. I mean, <laughs> is walking around a lake romantic in China? When you told me last week that that you're throwing sewage and the, people are just throwing garbage in the lakes all the time. That's like they don't well, just, that lake they keep pretty clean. Oh, so this is the lake. This but, is the romantic lake. The canals. They have like yeah. it's like a national uh-huh. park. Who was the person who said? Oh, Dom said he would take you home on the scooter, right? Yeah, that's, that's a good move. Saying. That's a good I answer. Know. Yeah, that's yeah. a good answer. That's why I was saying. And he wasn't going to take me to the shitty hospital. Like, oh yeah, he's really he has a lot going for him. He had a good story with the nose. So I don't know if it was romantic, but you know it was what? showed he could. I think I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Dom. Hey, Dom or no, Dom George H. Michael Mills is our winner. Wow, that's name. a lot of names. I think that might be. No, no, I don't. Yeah, George that is Michael. His real name. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, he's got a good name, too. All that right. Could be your son's name one day. You can name him Junior. Dominic yeah. George Michael Mills Jr. There that's you great. go. That's perfect. Everybody's happy. You guys win a dinner for two at Ikram's restaurant in the Lower East Side. Sri Lankan food, baby. Sri Lankan wow. food. Cap, we might have to go and sit next door. And if, if you don't honor in the next year, you can wait. Ikram might open up a restaurant in China one day. We can. Ikram's coming to China. Ikram's coming to China. I'm no, we have no that. idea, but I'm, we're. I'm laying that down there. All right, one more time. Congratulations to Dominic Mills, the winner. Fantastic. That has been our podcast. Audrey, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah. One more time. Let's do all the. What do you have to plug? Anything? Oh, um. I can plug my Medium page, which, which is my new obsession. Wow. If you go to medium.com slash at ACM rights, I post uh, satirical stuff there. Satirical stuff. Yeah. All right. What does that mean? Articles? You write articles? Yeah, I write right? articles. They're, like, they're fake news, but satirical news. Like, like onion esque. Yeah. It's is the world of fake news, so that is very good. Exactly. I'm just yeah. jumping on jumping board. On. Yeah. Fantastic. Go check out Audrey at medium.com. Congratulations to Dom for winning our competition. Yeah. You guys will go to Ikram's restaurant sometime. And you will write about it. Also, and I'll write a satirical yes. post about it. And you can check out Hey <laughs> Comrade, Pull My Finger, Texas John's book. Yes. Kaplan, um, thanks for coming out yes. once again. I'm here. We. Can, uh, that's it, everybody. Episode 20. <laughs> thanks for coming out. We're done. You too. Thank you. Thank you, Kaplan, for having me on the pod. This has been Lost in America. Kaplan. Episode 20. Episode. Get lost. Get lost. You must try to
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.